Today is the 23rd of November 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. I do hope you had a really good weekend. We had our first Zoom service, our first evening Zoom service for lockdown last night. I know it's been months and we've only just done it, but yeah, we had some, we had some nice people there. We had some good times, good thoughts, good prayers, good discussions. If you're not doing Zoom services, you're not doing online worship, I would encourage you to find some actually, to look out and see if there's any in your local area, reach out and see if you can join any. It's worth it just to see who you can talk to and I know it's through a screen, but that interaction was really nice last night. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like to download the script, there is a download the script button in the episode notes below. If you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, um, we would really appreciate it if you would. And again, click the link down below. And if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking away with our opening prayer, so we're in the presence of God. Let's still our hearts and pray, shall we? Abba Father, I dwell with you at the start of this new day, and I ask that your love would chase away the fragments of my nighttime dreams and help me to focus on the tasks for today. I dwell on the promise that you know me, that you extend your grace to me and that you take great delight in me. So, as I wash and dress, I dwell upon the crown of sonship, the royal inheritance you adopt me into. As I make breakfast, I remember that you lay a table of goodness and hope for me each morning. Father, I share with you my concerns, my anxieties, and my hopes for the day ahead. Thank you that you always listen. Thank you that your Holy Spirit goes with me every hour and every minute of my life. I love being with you, Father. Amen. Psalm 95, verse 1. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord, that I shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. When I started thinking about today's reading, actually I could have chosen any verse from Psalm 95. Psalm 95, verses 1 to 7, is in liturgical terms known as the Venite. It's a prayer that's said every day. And in the Old Testament, according to Jewish traditions, it was sung every day as a reminder of the song that Miriam sang after the Egyptians were drowned at the Red Sea. Go back into the book of Exodus and have a look at it. It's a song about how awesome and how wonderful God is. And so it makes sense that in many of the prayer books, whether it's the Anglican Book of Common Prayer, the Methodist Worship Book, it's said every day, except for Easter Sunday. And for those who say it every day, it's familiar and comforting. I will never forget sitting in a, a movie theater watching The Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ, and weeping uncontrollably during the scene where Jesus is being flogged. As I sat there in floods of tears, I kept saying the words, Lord have mercy, Lord forgive. And the lyrics from the song, My Jesus, My Savior, were there at the same time. And it got to the stage, actually, where we couldn't take it anymore, and we walked out. My wife and I walked out. But as I sat reflecting on this yesterday, words that I said and sung countless times before had become 
a prayer that I started to cry as I got an idea of what Jesus experienced for us. And for that time in that cinema, those words became my liturgy of confession and worship. Now, liturgy, I understand for some people, is a bit of a swear word. It implies old traditional styles of worship that said ad nauseum, repeatedly, again and again and again. And in some respects, there is a truth, there is an amount of truth to that. Because familiarity does breed contempt. But there is a flip side to the familiar. When we're more familiar with something, it's easier to draw on when we're tired or stressed and emotional. So the question I would ask is, what things do you draw on when things get hard? What do you use to pray or to pray or to, to worship? What prayers, what Bible passages, what hymns do you call upon? Because that's liturgy. The repetition of prayers and Bible readings that we call upon when we need it most. It is, for want of a better phrase, spiritual muscle memory. Things that we can do without having to think too hard about it because actually, you know what? Those are the gifts that God has given us. Liturgy is not just about dry old words in a book. Liturgy is about worship. It's about prayer. It's about encountering God. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we start John's first epistle.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the Scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds to the words you would have us here today as we begin this new book. Speak to us through the words of your beloved disciple. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, so new book, and as always, a bit of an introduction to start with. It was way back in April that we read the Gospel of John, and so today, in some respects, we've come full circle in that we've come back to John, and we're coming back to the letters that John the Evangelist wrote. They are generally accepted that they were written in Ephesus between the years between the years ninety five to one hundred and ten A.D. Now, the traditional understanding is that John the Evangelist, and that's the identified name in the letters, is the Apostle John, the very close friend of Jesus, who had been exiled to the Isle of Patmos, where he received the revelation, but then returned to Ephesus, where he served as bishop until he died of a really ripe old age. I believe he's one of the few of the original twelve that weren't martyred or killed in some way. Um, He actually died of natural causes. Now, John's first letter is the first of a series of three But John's first letter is more doctrinal, the other two are more relational, and the first letter is written to counteract a lot of the Gnostic false teachings that were starting to influence the church at that time. But enough of the introduction. Let's start the first epistle of John. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the English Standard Version, and today I'm reading 1 John 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship was with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things, so that our joy may be complete. This is the message that we heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention and I appreciate there wasn't a lot today. But after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today.
before we pray. If you would like us to pray with you and we would love to be able to support you and lift you before God in whatever you're going through, then feel free to reach out and contact us. The links are all in the episode notes. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. We have had a prayer request today for a lady called Jean, who was rushed into hospital over the weekend with COVID. Um, I'm not sure what condition she's in, but I do know that if you're going into hospital with COVID, it's not particularly positive. So if we can remember Jean and her brother John, that would be most helpful, please, if we can remember Jean and John in our prayers today. But let's offer up today's prayer, shall we? O Holy Spirit, true God, Lord Almighty, when you visibly poured yourself out on the apostles, you revealed yourself as the light of truth and the comfort for the soul whom the Son of God promised. We humbly pray that you would have mercy on us, and for the sake of our Saviour Jesus Christ, awaken in us true knowledge of you. Move us to sincere prayer, to your divine majesty, together with the Eternal Father and the Son Jesus Christ. Since you do not want us to fall into temptation or error, purify our hearts, and sanctify us in the fear of God. Awaken in us your true comfort, faith, hope, and love. You also want to uphold your holy Christendom and rule it with true teaching, good counsel, and unity. To bless the the secular governments with your good counsel and peace, that we may worship your divine majesty together with the Eternal Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, forever. And thank and praise you with joyful hearts through our Mediator Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Father, forever and ever. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter facebook or instagram don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and youtube my name is ray and so until next time i'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way mm-hmm.